The source of the speeches I use here on the Choice Voice podcast comes from a list of the top 100 American speeches of the 20th century. This list is compiled by researchers at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and Texas A&M University, among other places. It reflects the opinions of 137 leading scholars of American public address. My choice of speeches should not be construed to reflect or promote any point of view. They are simply considered great speeches. Today's speech is The Apology to Alan Turing by UK Prime Minister Gordon Brown on 10 September 2009. This has been a year of deep reflection a chance for Britain as a nation to commemorate the profound debts we owe to those who came before. A unique combination of anniversaries and events have stirred in us that sense of pride and gratitude that characterized the British experience. Earlier this year, I stood with Presidents Sarkozy and Obama to honor the service and sacrifice of the heroes who stormed the beaches of Normandy 65 years ago. And, Just last week, we marked the 70 years which have passed since the British government declared its willingness to take up arms against fascism and declared the outbreak of the Second World War. So, I am both pleased and proud that thanks to a coalition of computer scientists, historians, and LGBT, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender activists, We have this year a chance to mark and celebrate another contribution to Britain's fight against the darkness of dictatorship, that of codebreaker Alan Turing. Turing was the quite brilliant mathematician, most famous for his work on the German Enigma Codes. It is no exaggeration to say that, without his outstanding contribution, the history of the Second World War could have been very different. He truly was one of those individuals we can point to whose unique contribution helped to turn the tide of war. The debt of gratitude he has owed makes it all the more horrifying, therefore, that he was treated so inhumanely. In 1952, he was convicted of, quote, gross indecency, unquote, in effect, tried for being gay. His sentence, and he was faced with the miserable choice of this or prison, was chemical castration by a series of injections of female hormones. He took his own life just two years later. We'll finish reading after this quick break. Now, back to where we left off. Thousands of people have come together to demand justice for Alan Turing and recognition of the appalling way he was treated. While Turing was dealt with under the law of the time, and we can't put the clock back, his treatment was, of course, utterly unfair and I am pleased to have the chance to say how deeply sorry I am, and we all are, for what happened to him. Alan and so many thousands of other gay men who were convicted, as he was convicted, under homophobic laws, were treated terribly. Over the years, millions more lived in fear of conviction. I am proud that those days are gone, and that in the past 12 years, this government has done so much to make life fairer and more equal for our LGBT community. This recognition of Allen's status as one of Britain's most famous victims of homophobia is another step towards equality and long overdue. But even more than that, Allen deserves recognition for this contribution to mankind. For those of us born after 1945 into a Europe which is united, democratic, and at peace, it is hard to imagine that our continent was once the theater of mankind's darkest hour. It is difficult to believe that in living memory, people could become so consumed by hate, 
by anti-Semitism, by homophobia, by xenophobia, and other murderous prejudices. That the gas chambers and crematoriums became a piece of the European landscape as surely as the galleries and universities and concert halls which had marked out European civilization for hundreds of years. It is thanks to men and women who are totally committed to fighting fascism, people like Alan Turing, that the horrors of the Holocaust and of total war are part of Europe's history and not Europe's present. So, on behalf of the British government and all those who live freely thanks to Alan's work, I am very proud to say we're sorry. You deserved so much better. This podcast and our other podcast are productions of Little Red Hen Industries. The supporting cast who helps me bake the bread includes Techno King, John C. Brandy, Fact Checker, Abraham Lincoln, French consultant, Virginia Mitchell, media expert, Favor Obasi E.K., Psychologist Sigmund Freud, Rabbit Hole Advisor Dr. Mark Parrott, Sound Designer Guglielmo Marconi, Spanish Consultant Cameron J.K. Brandy, Videographer Alfred Hitchcock, Audio Props go to Les Paul, Inspiration goes to Napoleon Hill, Earl Nightingale, and Bob Proctor. Also, we have a website, and you can subscribe to both podcasts. You can even send us a video, audio, or text message. But, of course, you'll have to head to the show notes, either on your phone or on the web, to actually get links and stuff. I mean, I could read the URLs where you can subscribe, support, or leave one of those video or audio messages, but you really don't want me to do that. They're in the show notes. Finally, you can find us on Podmatch, where we consider guests, as well as consider guesting on other people's pods. And really finally, the music for our pods comes from Cute by Bed Sound and from Piano Background by Nick Salmon Adams, both on freesound.org.